Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects. I'm Dan Mason. In this bonus episode, we're going to chat to our regular guest, careers advisor Amy Carpenter, about navigating your way through those first few weeks and months after you leave university. Amy's going to provide some hints and tips on how to organise your job search, how to stay motivated if you're not getting interviews or job offers right away, and some thoughts too on how to decide whether postgraduate study is right for you. Remember to subscribe to Future You in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen to all the episodes of the show on the website, prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. And you can get in touch with us too on Twitter at prospects or by email on podcast at prospects.ac.uk with any comments or questions. Amy Carpenter's here. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. Hi, Dan. Amy is Employability and Progression Advisor at the University of Suffolk. So we're thinking about those first few weeks and maybe months after after leaving university. Um, for those graduates who, who don't necessarily have a job already lined up, do you have any tips for them on how to structure the job search and how to navigate those, those first few weeks that can be quite tricky after, after leaving university? Yeah, definitely. I think you've left where you've got deadlines and places you have to be and things you have to do and suddenly you don't have any of that commitment anymore but I think the best thing to do is to set some goals and some targets of what you're going to do and don't just okay I'm going to type in a few words and see what jobs come up think a little bit strategically about where you're going to start looking um, what you're going to target is it by sector or is it by graduate scheme perhaps if you're thinking for the following September is it graduate internships or is it a certain type of job that you know you want to do Um, And I think if you can set some targets of maybe how many jobs you'll research a day or how many you'll apply for within the week and make sure they're manageable, you know, two or three, because applying for a job can take time to do it properly and well, particularly if it's a very long and comprehensive application form. So, yeah, if you set set yourself those, those targets, those goals, then it helps to give you something to work towards and then can hopefully alleviate some of the pressure of constantly thinking about I need to be looking for a job right now. So for graduates who are sending off loads of uh, job applications, they're doing whatever they can to find that uh, ideal graduate job. What advice do you have for them to keep their motivation? Because it can be it can be demotivating, can't it? If you get if you get lots of rejections, or um, perhaps you have to take on a what you might think of as a lesser job, a temporary job, if you can't find it, uh, the job you want straight away. Yeah, I think it's really important to remember that a lot of the job hunt process can be timing actually that the perfect job might have just not come up yet because that organization hasn't got the advert for that out at the moment Um, and people you know find their perfect jobs and their graduate jobs at different points in their career Uh, you know I've known students who've had a job lined up from day one from when they're available um, from after their dissertation but then I've also known students who've you know have taken quite a few months to find the right role for them and have tried other things along the way and taken maybe different roles, volunteering or done some travelling, taken some time for themselves to reflect on maybe what they want to do, maybe why it's not going as successful as they hoped it would. Um, and so I think it's really important to remember that to take the pressure off and don't compare yourself to your friends and your peers and the people you're graduating with because everyone's in different situations everyone lives in different places has different commitments that they have to balance around work as well um so focus on your yourself and take the time to just be proactive and find the place you want to work and it will come together in the end 
And it is a particularly tough graduate jobs market at the moment, isn't it? So um, if you are getting rejections, it's not necessarily a, a reflection on, on your uh, qualifications or skills or, or the quality of your applications. Yeah, definitely. I think there's lots of people in the same position at once or looking for graduate jobs um, and sometimes in certain industries as well that, that it can be you're up against other people who are just in the job market as well anyway. Um, and if you perhaps don't have the experience specifically in the field they're looking for then that could be the reason you get the rejection and actually it's not again personal to you it's just that perhaps it's a job in a hospital and they specifically want someone with hospital experience and they get 10 applicants with hospital experience and another 10 who don't so the 10 with the hospital experience are given the interview because they've done it before um so it's not necessarily you as an individual it's just the who else has applied at that time as well and what experience they can bring we've spoken quite a bit in uh, other episodes about the various ways that uh, while you're at university you can develop your skills develop um, your employability what about when you've already graduated um, and you're you're in that job search but you want to do more to uh, develop new skills and make yourself a more attractive candidate yeah so you could consider taking those graduate internships out there um, so there's lots of opportunities actually that are fixed term positions that are targeted at graduates for six months or perhaps a year so if you haven't done an internship during your degree it's not too late because there's those opportunities will still exist um, and things like gap years as well that if you take a structured one perhaps go and do some traveling or you could undertake some work abroad and I think even if you if it's work that you think perhaps isn't graduate level but more low skilled it's still going to be fantastic experience for you because it's getting you into the workplace and helping you develop your skills helping you to identify what you you do and you don't like and what you'll maybe need to develop a little bit more so yeah I know from when working in retail that I very quickly realized I really liked people um, and didn't particularly much like working with excel as much um, and that was from working in retail so I have to do Excel still every day but I do more of the people stuff now and, and another thing that graduates uh, might start to think about while they're um, searching for jobs is whether they should be going back to university and, and thinking about doing postgraduate study obviously there are, there are good and bad reasons for doing that could you just talk a little bit about when it might be a good idea to start thinking about going back to study? Yeah, so I think if you're considering postgrad study, um, one important thing I would always suggest is have a look during your final year if you're thinking of staying at your university because often there's discounts to alumni for postgrad study. Um, and I know that my university offers a discount if you apply before a certain date in that academic year. Um, it doesn't matter if you don't take up the position but if they're happy to offer you a position you know that you would get the extra discount on top of the standard alumni discount which is really fantastic and helpful I think for us it's about if you apply before July it's 25% of the course is is deducted um, and lots of universities offer similar schemes around perhaps grade achievement that kind of thing so you know what you'll need to achieve to get perhaps the, the discounted fee um, things to consider as well is whether you want to take a break from study perhaps for a year and then return to do a master's or something else professional qualification or even a PhD sometimes there's direct entry routes to PhDs as well depending on the course that you've you've studied um, and sometimes I know people like to take a year out to have a little bit of a break do some work have some time away from writing essays and doing exams but then for some people they want to keep going because they're in the flow they've spent three four years perhaps of study um, and are used to that kind of the commitments the way of writing 
managing time deadlines um so then they can go and do the masters perhaps in a year or two years after that and then you can come out the other end and decide where to go next um and some jobs require masters level study um a lot of them will also support you through masters level study for example if you wanted to pursue a career in hr you'd probably need to do the level seven uh, cipd qualification I've known people to put themselves through it so that they're then qualified and then they go and get a job. I've known others who've got a job at an entry level and then their employer has paid for it as well. So there's different opportunities and different things to consider there as well. But maybe um, if you're really struggling with the job search, postgraduate study might not be an option just to sort of put off getting a job, in other words. Yeah, I think you need to consider what your motivations are to do postgrad study because it's not, it is a it is harder than the degree it is the next level and it is very self-directed you probably have less teaching time less contact time with your lecturers um, and you have to be very dedicated if you're doing it full time within a year Um, and if you're doing it as a as a way to yeah put off going for the job then it might not be the best reasons to do it so just consider what your motivations actually are to do that subject Thanks very much to Amy for joining us throughout this series. And just to say, Amy has moved on since we recorded this. She's no longer at the University of Suffolk. She's now a careers advisor at the University of Essex. So congratulations to Amy on the new role. That's all for this mini bonus episode of Future You. Don't forget to check out all the previous episodes by searching for Future You in your favourite podcast app or by going to prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. Speak to you soon.